Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mushtar FM 89.6. Today, what a great day. It is today. It's snowing. Yay. And I'm really happy. So today, in this beautiful day with me, there is Victoria. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here because it's been a while. It has been indeed. Indeed. <laughs> oh, indeed. I'm feeling a little bit posh today. Yeah, maybe she will continue with this British accent. We don't know. No, it's terrible. <laughs> like My British accent is terrible. And I think that my American accent is terrible too, but no. <laughs> but you need to speak today because yes. today is a snowy day. It's a very pretty day. It's the first time I saw snow this year. I mean, in a while. But yeah, so I think the topic for today is very in the mood for the season because, you know, Christmas is coming up. So I was thinking that we could talk about Christmas romantic movies. Yes, and I am genuinely thrilled about this podcast. You know, to be honest, I'm not a fan of Christmas movies to begin with, but you've opened up a whole new world for me. And I am happy. I'm just happy because, oh my God, it's so quirky. And sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. And I love it. It's like, it's so bad that I love it. Yeah, now we've opened the Christmas of Netflix universe and we're never going back after that because it's just beautiful. Netflix Christmas universe, it's like I don't really know any other Christmas universes. But I mean, you know Hallmark and you know this kind uh, of movies. Hallmark, That's another right, universe. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I do know. I do know. Then yeah, Netflix is the best. Thank you so much because thanks to you, now we can roast Christmas movies. I mean, I don't know if I think you said that before this, you usually didn't watch Christmas movies. So was this your first year of watching a ton of them? I mean, considering that I've watched like a few movies. Yeah, that's that's a ton for me because like a few years ago, I didn't even watch them. I don't know. I just I don't find them interesting because usually they follow the same plot and there is no development and there is no like deep philosophical question. So it's just like, yeah, the lights. Oh, the, the white guy. Oh, the girl. Oh, they bump into each other. Oh, she's so clumsy. Oh, and this is like. The Christmas miracle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Christmas miracle. I'm like, girl, just no, maybe you should do something with your clumsiness. It's not the miracle. And, and usually the guy's like, oh, yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. But in reality, he would be like, girl, just just watch. Just watch your steps. <laughs> I watch mean, that's out. an enemy to lovers. It could be as well. Could be like, watch your steps. And she would be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just then, like a little bit quirky and I actually read. <laughs> yeah. Everything is romantic these days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know that I love enemies to lovers, right? <laughs> like, let's just jump into Christmas movies. You want to go right ahead. I, I so want excited. to. I want to because there are so many things that I want to roast. And I cannot wait. I cannot. So we started with the trilogy. <laughs> oh, the best. Even better than the Twilight, really. Better than Twilight? Yes, better than Twilight. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's called A Christmas Prince. And why did we decide to watch these movies? Do you remember? Oh, because we watched the video of Cinema Therapy, maybe. And they mentioned this movie. Right, right. There was a scene with wolves. And I mean, oh, no, no, they were roasting this movie. 
No, they were saying that it's a cliche. I think. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Good. But I mean, yeah, they were kind of roasting it. But at the same time, they were like, "We don't understand why, but this works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it has all of the cliches to the maximum, and it works." Yeah. yeah, and we got curious, so we decided to like give it a go. Exactly. So the premise of this beautiful movie will start one by one. So the first one starts with our main character, the great Amber, and she is a journalist. But she's not doing journalistic work. Let's say she's doing something else. I think she's editing what other people are writing down, and she wants to be a real journalist. She wants to be like in the field, doing something meaningful, not just editing what people write. Yeah, and of course, her colleagues are just terrible people. They do not see her potential, and they just don't let her do, you know, the real, real journalism. And she's like, I'm better than that. Yeah. yeah, and she has her two best friends that also work with her, and it's the Latina woman and the gay guy. <laughs> well, we are just assuming that he's gay, but I think it's being I don't know, said like, again. Like these characters, like they're they're flat. They're so flat. I'm like looking at them, and it's just like yeah, you know, another stock character. Yeah, they're very basic, and they are only there to talk to the main character when she is doubting herself for being like, oh, "What should I do about this?" Or explaining the plot, like she she is, you know, summing up everything that's happened to them, and like, mm, yeah, okay, okay. It's like Amber, you've been working here for like four years, and they haven't given you the promotion that you want. Like, <laughs> and I was like, like oh my god, yeah, 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 and I'm like, just some dialogue sounded really, you know, clumsy, sort of, and artificial. And I was like, you don't really talk to your friends like that. Like, no, <laughs> just just stop it. Ew. Ew. <laughs> so yeah, our Amber goes to. Well, she's assigned this investigation, like a real investigation, and she needs to find out the real Prince of Aldovia, Prince Richard. Yeah. Who is known to be a playboy? He has been seen with a number of girls. But he's also like a free spirit. Like he's traveling everywhere, and instead of being in the kingdom to be like the prince, he's like everywhere instead of there. So everyone is judging him. Like, oh, he's not a good prince. He should be in the kingdom. Blah blah blah. So the boss, Amber's boss, is like, you need to find out the truth about him, and you need to bring me all the juice <laughs> because it's gonna be juicy. So Amber is like, well, okay, and she goes to Aldovia. And the first thing that we see, the first non-romantic scene, which maybe is romantic, I don't know, is she's leaving the airport and she's gonna grab a taxi. But there's a guy who goes before her and steals her taxi. And I was like, "Dude, what is wrong with you?" And you know, he was like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> I was like, "No." no she was no. like, "Oh, why are you stealing my taxi?" And the guy's like, "Sorry, I need to go with his British accent. I need to take it." Read. He apologized to her. I don't think so. I, I think he just yeah. said, I need to take this. Bye. Or something like yeah. this. And his beard was just Oof, terrible. Was terrible. Yeah. I didn't remember the beard, but yeah. <laughs> the beard was like, just shave it. Just shave it, please. And yeah. then he did. He yeah. did eventually. But yeah, so she was like, oh no, this prick, he stole my taxi. Oh my God. And then she arrives to the castle, finally. I think the location is in Romania, so it's quite close to us. The yeah, castle. but the, the location is like top notch. It's so beautiful and picturesque. Yeah, this Aldovia that doesn't <laughs> Aldovia. exist. Yeah, the name Aldovia. It's very and, pretty. Yeah, and they have this posh British accent. Yeah, I don't know why, because if it's like Eastern Europe, or I don't know who, where it's supposed to be, but maybe okay. it's supposed to be maybe in Austria or close to it. I have no yeah. idea. Maybe. 
Yeah, there are a lot of questions that you guys you can see. <laughs> we don't really understand what's going on. So yeah, she arrives and there's a press conference, but the prince does not attend to this press conference. And everyone is like, where is the prince? Where is the prince? And Amber is like very, you know, disappointed. She's like, okay, I'm going to have to go home. But then she has an amazing idea, which is to infiltrate the castle and to pretend that she is the princess's tutor. Which is so freaking dumb. Like, there is, like, nothing. Like, you show up and you're like, yeah, I'm this girl and I'm going to teach the princess. And they're like, yeah, of course. Then, like, we have some questions and, um, like, it doesn't really, you know, get together. I mean, the, the yeah, whole it's idea like, with... Yeah, they're waiting for her papers or, like, the confirmation from her agency. But they're like, oh, no, the agency didn't send the papers. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, never mind. Like, okay, since you're here, then let's go. And I was like, what? is wrong with this castle i'm not surprised you know like we're we're gonna talk about the next two movies but i'm not surprised about what's gonna happen there because because of the low security low security like there is no security whatsoever really yeah i just cannot understand how a girl can just go inside of a castle and be like yeah i am her tutor and just go on with her day and just start to live there and like it doesn't make any sense but someone finds out like the first person who finds out is one of your favorite characters the princess (laughs) the princess yeah but and it's important to mention i think that the princess is on a wheelchair and she doesn't spend that much time outside and she feels like she is trapped inside of the castle and probably that's the reason she's been really nasty you know that her previous tutors just you know escape but magically like in a what, one or two days? They create this strong bond because, you know, Amber is so understanding. She's, like, so nice. Yeah, and she tells her her traumas already. Like, the princess is like, yeah, my dad died. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, yeah, and this is another very important and, like, a paramount and crucial key of every (laughs) Christmas movie. Parents must be dead. At least one of them. Yeah, at least one. It's usually the mom, but it can be the dad as well. Yeah. And Amber has a dad. Yeah, mom. She did, yeah. <laughs> a, a dead mom. mom and a dad. Yeah, a dead mom and a dad. Yeah, right. And this princess, yeah, of course, she doesn't have a dad. Which means that her brother, Richard, is also struggling. Like, he has this daddy issues. <laughs> I mean, but he's older, so I think he wouldn't have that many daddy issues. Maybe, like, the younger kid would have more because he's, like, how old is he? Like, 25, 27? But, I mean, after that, we find out, like, in a while when they're talking, actually, (laughs) when they're talking to each other, that, like, the way they parted, I mean, Richard and his father, like, it was not good. It was not giving off the good vibes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so he's regretting everything. I'm remember now. Yeah, I should have been kinder to him. Yeah, I should yeah. have said that. That was the last time I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but let's let's go back to Let's go back. So the kid and her are best friends now, basically. And you know, they start to fall in love slowly. But do, do you remember the moment when they met each other? Like it was during archery or something? Like they No, but before that it was like in a room and she saw him with the beard. No. Oh, right, right. And she was like, oh, that's you. Oh, it's you. And then she breaks a (laughs) bass. 
<laughs> yeah. like a thousand million years old and she's like no that was like and it's just like why why just why does the main character have to be this clumsy and like quirky girl like just why oh it makes me feel so angry yeah but it's gonna be her quirkiness you know she's gonna fall in love with him and then she's gonna have to find dirt on him and it's gonna be difficult yeah and also also we have another character whose name is simon and simon is like a cousin Mm -hmm. yeah and he's plotting he's plotting something definitely he wants to become the next king and he is dating richard's ex-girlfriend and this ex-girlfriend, like, she is trying to, like, get back with Richard because he is about to become the queen. The queen? <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> like, the, the king. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's very unique. Yeah, that's a good plot. Yeah, but I want to talk about the wolves. The like, wolves. I need to. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's I don't about- remember. Why was she outside? Oh, okay, I remember. I think I remember. So Richard was riding his horse and he went outside of the castle to the forest because, of course, there's like a snowy forest outside of this beautiful castle. And Amber was like, I'm going to follow him. But what happened? Her horse got crazy and left her in the middle of the forest. (laughs) It was like the beauty and the beast. Suddenly there were wolves. (laughs) Yeah. And, And then Richard is like... No, you are not touching this woman. And he's like, you know, riding his horse and like... And the, he had a gun. Yeah. And like, he shot the gun. <laughs> and just, now the wolves were gone. Prince Charming. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted him to like physically fight the wolves. <laughs> oh that would have been God. more entertaining. But no, he just he shot would. to the air and then the wolves were gone. I am afraid of you, Maria. <laughs> I'm just, I want entertainment. Like, then watch Twilight. <laughs> I have multiple They are times. wrestling, like, wolves there all the time. Yeah, but in Beauty and the Beast, the Beast actually fought the the wolves, and then he was hurt, and then Bella, Bella? Bella had to take care of him. <laughs> Bella. Oh my Bella, God. you're from Twilight. <laughs> now it's all that, that would be That's a coincidence. Like, <laughs> an interesting crossover. Like, you know, Bella from Twilight as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And she's going to, like, blinking all the time. Like, oh, what, what, what's happening? <laughs> oh, my God, that would be awesome. But, yeah, let, let's go back to the main plot, right? So, the secret. Amber finds out that Richard was adopted. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, I did not expect that. <laughs> I did not. And she leaves the freaking birth certificate on her bed. <laughs> Right. So when the uh, ex-girlfriend and Simon come to her room, they find it. And I'm I like, cannot. I was I was screaming. I you remember that I was I like do. screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, "What is wrong with you, girl? <laughs> like these are like so important documents, and you're just like, okay, whatever. And also her passport. She left her passport on the bed, and they were like, oh, apparently that she's not the tutor. And I'm like, wow. So this whole time, they haven't got the papers. And I'm like, I'm just puzzled and perplexed. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they did that. Like, she could have kept the papers somewhere else. And then it would have been like, oh, they found them, you know, because they were looking around and they actually like opened drawers and everything. But it was just like on the bed. They didn't have to look like they looked for three seconds. <laughs> so it was like, 
So then, when the coronation came, it was like time to make Richard the king. And before you continue, I must say that she looked ugly there. Like the makeup and the dress, and Richard is totally like infatuated. He's like, "Oh my god, you're so beautiful!" And I'm like, "No, she is not. Like this makeup is terrible." I think you're the number one Amber hater. <laughs> like, no, I don't hate Amber. I just I hate her character. <laughs> You hate her? <laughs> no, I don't hate her. It's just like I don't understand it. I just I don't like why why does she have to be this really mediocre and stereotypical white chick? I but I mean, know. but I mean, she's nice. Like she's kind. That's what I like about her. I mean, yeah, she has some characteristics that are not just like bland. You know, she's curious. She wants to know things. Yeah, yeah. But here I'm talking about the makeup. Oh, just the, the makeup, the just makeup basically. and the dress. I'm, I'm talking about the uh, like um, costume and the makeup, like team. I don't know what they're called. What are they called? The the makeup and I the costume. Know. Yeah, I guess team. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just why? <laughs> why was that their choice? I mean, Amber is quite pretty, so they could have done something better. As you can see, we're gonna criticize every single thing about the movie, not just the plot, but also the makeup. We are here for everything. So yes, I was saying the coronation, the most important day of the year. I don't know if it's Christmas Eve, probably because it's a Christmas movie. So what happens is, is there someone who objects to Prince Richard becoming the king? And Simon and the ex-girlfriend are like, we are objecting to this. <laughs> and the queen is like, oh, we haven't talked about the queen. <laughs> oh my god, the queen. <laughs> the I best. mean, I love, I love the queen. Like, yeah, we love I love I, lo I love her, but the way she talks, it's like her face barely moves, and she's like, "Yes, it's beautiful indeed." Oh, Richard, I want you to be happy. You are my son and your dad, and I love you so very deeply. Wow, that was spot on. Yeah, yeah I could picture her. Yeah, so the queen is like, what are you doing? But with the Vicky Stone, what she did. So what are you doing? Uh, and they're like, oh, we have his birth certificate that proves that he is not King Richard's... King Richard? I think he's also his name was King Richard. I don't well. know. So he wasn't the king's son. So Simon was like, I should be the king because I am his blood. Mm -hmm. So yeah. people were like, oh my God, it was uh, like a fuss. Everyone was like, oh my God. And they were like, and Amber is an imposter. She's not the tutor. And then we was like, why, Amber, did you lie to me? <laughs> oh my God, I did not expect that. Oh, now you're gonna post all the dirt about me. Are you happy? Yeah, you don't really care about me. What we had wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, and then she goes back, right? No, I think, yes, yeah, she goes, but then she's, like, she finds another clue in the cabin, I think. Right, we, we didn't talk about one very important thing. Okay, so we didn't mention the acorn. So this thing, it's like a wooden acorn that the father made before he passed away. And it was like, uh, it was a thingy that you put on Christmas tree. So it was like a decoration for the Christmas tree. But Amber finds out after all of this happens that inside there is a law that the king passed before he died. But how does she find out? So uh, before that, Richard and Amber had a conversation in the wood cabin. And there was a poem that his father had written. And it was like all clues and like the meaning was really vague and ambiguous. And then she was like, oh, my God, I'm so smart. Now I understand because he was talking about the acorn. Yay. And then she's like, 
rushing back to the castle, and she's like, "I know, I know how to save the whole world." And they're like, "No, you're not coming here anymore. <laughs> you cannot go." Inside. Yeah, and she's like, "Just listen, just listen. listen I just to need me. to go to the Christmas tree and pick the fake acorn, please." Yeah, yeah. And then there is the scene of coronation. Yeah,、right? they're gonna coronate, make Simon the king. Yeah. yeah. And the like prime minister,、mm-hmm. I guess he's like, does anyone have any、uh, like objectives? She's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Amber is there, like yes. So the king before this, he made a law before he died saying that even though Richard is not his blood, he can be king. I don't know exactly what the law is. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But the like, fact、yeah. is that he can be the king. So everyone is like happy except for Simon and the ex girlfriend. And they're like, okay, Richard, you will be king, blah blah blah. And Richard is like,、ah, I love you. I don't know if he says I love you or not. But then Amber returns to the U.S. I think that's when she returns, and she is in her father's diner. Yes. And of course, <laughs> it's snowing. Okay, it is Christmas.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she looks out of the window, and she sees him, Richard. <laughs> And she's like, "What? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Hi, girl. Like, I, I, I want to propose to you." And she's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and it's a big rock as well. Yeah, I, I've been watching a lot of American TV shows recently. Yeah, you're ready for this. Yeah, and that's that's the end of the first movie. So they are、mm-hmm. engaged,、mm-hmm. and.、Uh, That leads us to the second movie, which is called the Royal Wedding. The Royal Wedding, <laughs> yeah. And as you might have guessed already, it's about their wedding, like which happens next Christmas. Yeah, it's、right? one year later. Yeah, yeah, because they want to get married、later. during Christmas as well. Yeah, and Richard is the new king, and he's trying to implement new laws, and he's like so busy, busy, lemon squeezy. No, that's about easy peasy. But anyway, anyway, Amber feels a little bit lonely. Now, right? Because Richard is not next to her, and she cannot write about whatever she wants to write. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's lonely exactly. I just think that she is just saying, "I want to post on my blog," and they're not letting her. And I want to do my wedding the way I want, but they're not letting her. I don't think she complains about being lonely exactly. I think that like there was one scene. That she was like, yeah, I need you, like because yeah, to defend me. Yeah, yeah, because it's been really hard. Yeah, I've been going through a rough patch, and he's like, yeah, I know, but yeah, there's something wrong, you know,、mm-hmm. with the、uh, the money because his new rule, or not not rule, but implementation. Yeah, yeah, the laws, the laws, yeah,、make. and like Aldovia gets a lot of profit. But at the same time, like there's not enough money. Like the numbers are good, but in the end, people are losing their jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a whole deal. And it's like, why is this going badly if we are investing the money the right way and the things we are investing on are good? Like they are investing on healthcare and schools and jobs. And people were like striking because they were like, we are losing our jobs. We don't have money. We don't have food. And he was like, what's happening? I don't understand anything. <laughs> Yeah, and we are introduced to one man, of course. Like he used to be his、uh, father's friend, and I mean the twist—you've already guessed. Like he is the bad guy, right? But we have Simon. Like Simon is still a bad guy, but he is trying to redeem himself. So he is trying to be a good cousin. But the plot is developing the way that suggests that Simon is plotting something again. 
And I mean, we went a little far ahead <laughs> of ourselves because there are other things that happen in the beginning and other characters, but we just skipped them completely. I mean, the second part is not that eventful to me. I mean, but the characters are. The characters are more obnoxious than in the first one. Oh, right. So let's let's go back to the wedding, right? Yeah, we have the first scene, which is, again, someone stealing Amber's father's taxi. Ooh, and it's and, the same. And it's important to mention that the father looks different now. It's a different actor, yeah. And... Oh my god, where did they find this actor? Like, he looks really creepy. And the way he talks and the way his face moves, it's just, it makes me nauseous. You know, he looks like this creepy guy who talks to kids. <laughs> and do you remember the scene when he was talking to the princess? Mm. Please stop it, please stop it, please don't do it, please don't. Yeah, he's supposed to be like endearing and funny, but he's not. He's not. He's, <laughs> That's the problem. He's just creepy. And we also have one more character, the wedding organizer, who is, you know, this typical fashion guy. And he is also um, an Indian, probably. And he's, he's super obnoxious. He talks to himself or about himself in the third person. In the third person. <laughs> I, is, is his name Rahid? Yeah, Something think, like that, I think. I think yeah. Rahid. Yeah, again, the name is super like stereotypical. Why Rahid? I think that there are a lot of other Indian names, but okay. And um, she's like, I don't like this dress. I want this. I want that. And he's like, no, no, no. You don't know. I know. And it was really annoying. And especially the way he, he talked and using the third person, as you've already mentioned. So this whole character is just like, again, why, why does he have to be this stereotypical designer or whatever? I mean, he was supposed to be like funny because he was obnoxious. It's probably that why they did that. But yeah. It was yeah, quite. But obnoxious does not mean funny. <laughs> no, that's no, the problem. All. They didn't hit the nail on the head. Mm, at all. But there was a character that I liked, but we only saw her for two seconds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. The Russian cook. Oh, her yeah. accent was like so on spot. <laughs> and she was intimidating. I loved her. Yeah, it was my favorite character because I love Ruski things. And I saw that woman and I was like, yeah, she's going to be my favorite character. But I think she was kind of paired up with the father, but not really because they didn't have anything. I thought it would be like a romance. But no, I think they were just friends. I think that there was something going on, like behind the scenes probably. I have no idea. I mean, they are both cooks. Yeah, but it's very different yeah. because she's like the royal cook and he has a diner. <laughs> so it was like, you don't know anything. <laughs> And she had a traumatic past, of course, because she's Russian. And yeah, but she only appeared for two seconds. And in the third movie, she was not even there. So I'm disappointed. Yeah. So what other things about the movie? I just I'm trying to remember. I mean, yeah. Another thing is that they pair up Simon with Amber's friend, the Latina woman. Which, and again, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But it, it happens so fast. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I know. They just look at each other and they're like all horny. And I'm like, what? Is that is that the development? Like, yeah, And yeah. then they sit down and she Emotional puts her connection. head on his shoulder and it's like, oh my God. And I'm like, why? Just why does that happen? I don't understand. It was very out of the blue. No development, nothing. Just like, there you go. Another couple. 
Another copy, yeah. Because he's good now, so he deserves a bay. Yeah, and then Amber's friend, like the gay guy, he also visits like this palace, and apparently he's paired up with uh, Rahid because Rahid is supposed to be gay. I don't know, like he's a yeah, designer. but I don't think they really pair them up because I don't see that they are together in the third movie. They appear again, but I think they're business partners. Okay. So I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, but there was like a spark between them. I think maybe, but, but yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. It's just my thoughts. So yeah, the end of the movie is that they catch the bad guy. So what Vicky said earlier, yeah, like the, the father's uh, business partner or like advisor, was the one that was like putting all the money. Oh, we forgot this scene. Okay. <gasps> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Amber, like, like the journalist she is, she needed to find out what was happening with the money. So she went to a bar to meet up with a worker that was very dissatisfied with all the measures because she wanted to know his perspective to find out what was going on behind scenes. And they sit down like the three friends and this guy and he's like yeah you should look up this company the money is not going to an Aldovian company it's going to this company and she writes down the name of the company and then she writes down <laughs> no then she asks like what can you tell me about this company and the guy's like well you know this company seems really fishy and she's like okay fishy <laughs> she writes down fishy oh my like the name of the company and the word fishy and I'm like so amazing Wow, investigative journalism at its best. Like, <laughs> like I am a journalist. I have never thought of that. Like, to me, she's so funny. The the fishy and like you know her facial expression was like really intelligent, and she was like, okay, fishy. Like it's so funny. Yeah. I can not. I can really not. <laughs> Well, so that company ended up being fishy, <laughs> like Simon and everyone looked into it and it ended up being fishy. And it was like this guy, as I've said before. And yeah, they take him to the dungeons. <laughs> yeah. That was another concept, the dungeon. And then like everything is saved. They have the wedding at the chapel. They get married. And and everything. by the way, the wedding was ugly as well. <laughs> it was really yeah. cheap. And there was a scene when she was like, yeah, I'm so quirky. I'm wearing uh, sneakers instead of high heels. Oh, yeah. And I was like, mm. yeah, because that's that's her thing. That's her thing. And that's so unique. Like, you know, no one else, no one else wears sneakers for their wedding. I'm like, OK. Yeah. So let's go to the third movie. Because I think the second one can be wrapped up. The second one was just like, meh. the first one was kind of good. The second one was kind of meh. And the third one is just like, amazing. Wow. It's over the top. No, the third one is amazing. <laughs> no, it's, it's over the top. <laughs> but I mean, there are some good things about the third part, like yeah. the twist. But we the will, twi- but we will yeah, leave yeah. it till the end. Let's keep some yeah, yeah, suspense. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the third one, it's called The Royal Baby. And as you might have guessed, it's because Amber is pregnant. And. Like, I, I cannot keep it to myself, but th- the thing is that there is, like, two-year gap between the two movies, like, the second and the third part, and Amber looks like a grandma. Oh, even one year. Yeah, they yeah. did 2019, 2020, 2021 or something like that, oh maybe. My, and I just, like, what's happened to that? Like, really? She looks like a grandma. I think that the queen <laughs> looks even younger. And, and Richard looks like as if he's been drinking a lot and now he has problems and issues. Is it the makeup or what is I it? I think it's like everything. The, the way she's dressed, the makeup, her hairstyle is just... Yeah, because in the third movie, she has a really short hair and curly, and it's like a Karen almost. (laughs) Yeah, and now she's the queen, hence her style is really dry and, you know, this grandma style. Like, why? Why? 
I don't know, but it's yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Yeah, to see and like Richard and Amber are the king and the queen, and they are ruling the country together. They like partners. Yeah. Okay, everything is perfect. Like they don't have problems with yeah, money. Like, the laws are perfect. Yeah, everything e- is going equality great. Equality and stuff. Yeah. Like Best, we should go live there. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like your typical monarchy. Right, like mm-hmm. the queen. Also, she cares. Yeah, she cares. She and does she, stuff. She does stuff. <laughs> But I, I want you to tell to tell our audience the, the story, not the, the plot, the plot, but the story itself about the story. Okay, so the story is that in this obnoxious third act of this trilogy, there is a tradition that has been done for I don't know how many years, like for centuries, I think, and it is done every one hundred years. And it is because in the past there were two kings, the king of Aldovia and the king of Penglia, and they were at war with each other. So they decided to stop the war, to sign a treaty, and say, "Okay, we're not going to fight anymore. But every 100 years, we should sign it again." So this paper has been there for, as I've said, hundreds of years, and every 100 years they should sign it. So this year it happens to be the time where they need to sign it. So the king and queen of Penglia come to visit Richard and Amber. Yes, and the king and the queen of Penglia are quite um, not conservative, but like the the queen is okay with her position of you know just the the face. Yeah, they're more traditional, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. but the, the king is like, yeah, I support my queen and la la la. But Amber is like, I did not like Amber's attitude really. Like she was pushing her agenda on the queen. She was like, yeah, that's great that you like rule the country equally here, but like the way I see ruling is different from yours, and I do understand my contribution, but it's just different from yours. Mm. And she was just like, she wanted her also to sign the treaty. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the king signing the treaty, both she, of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just girl, just just chill out, really, just chill, because I mean, yeah, they have their own traditions there. So they were saying like Aldovia is more modern now, so it has new traditions. So Amber was like really excited and was like, "Yeah, you need to do like us because we're doing a great job. Everyone is happy, so you should be modern like us." And the queen was like, "No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, but." Like it's important to mention that this paper is vitally important, right? And it is kept safe. But when the time has come, it turns out that someone has stolen the paper, which <gasps> means that they cannot sign the treaty. Hence, they're gonna be at war again. Which is like what? It's like <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, yeah, sure. Like because we haven't signed the paper, now let's destroy each other. I was like, okay. Yeah, and there is another character that we need to mention that is important, and she is the king and queens of Penglia's consultant, sort of. I don't know exactly what she is, but she's like there. She's just following them everywhere, and she looks evil. She looks suspicious. That's why it's important <laughs> to mention her. But also, Simon knows her because they went to college together or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simon is dating Amber's friend now. Mm-hmm. But their whole interaction, I mean, Simon and uh, this uh, consultant, woman. I was like, well, that's flirting. Like, that's flirting, like, 100%. And Amber's friend is, like, just standing there, like, okay, 
what's what's happening? Yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, people like when we were watching it, like the obvious thing was that Simon and that other woman had stolen the paper. So that was like why well, it's important to mention it because they're like the main suspects that everyone believes. Yeah, because like Amber's friend, I don't know her name. We so I'm going to Yeah, I'm going to keep calling her Amber's friend. So she follows Simon and that consultant and she sees that they're plotting something and she goes to Richard and um, Amber and she's like yeah I was wrong about him and he's like plotting something oh Melissa is her name <laughs> yeah Melissa sorry Melissa another thing is Amber is pregnant because that's the royal baby okay uh-huh. she's pregnant and this is so funny yeah The thing is, the thing is that if they don't sign the treaty, not only is it going to lead to the war, it's also going to curse her newborn baby. And yeah, the firstborn. Exactly. The firstborn, yeah. And I was like, what? This is and what Princess Ember finds out. And Ember genuinely believes in that. And she's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but no. I need to protect my baby. I need to save my baby from this curse. And that was the moment when, yeah, they, they lost me. <laughs> yeah, they were like this curse. And then the butler Mr. Little he was like yeah there are also like ghosts in the dungeons like it was becoming like supernatural oh and also there's another legend that we are told in the middle of this that is very important to the plot that when this in in the medieval times or wherever they were these kings one of them died or yeah one of these people like died he was assassinated That's what they thought. He was assassinated by the other's king. But people never knew what happened, who killed him, because he was poisoned, allegedly. So they thought that it was the other's king, and that family swore revenge. And now in the plot, it doesn't mean anything, but it will mean something by the end. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's that's the consultant. Like, that's the obvious thing. I mean, she looks suspicious, and uh, she looks intimidating sometimes. And now she's cooperating with Simon, and I'm like, okay, now I understand it. So, Simon, my baby, you yeah, are not Simon. good. <laughs> I, I actually started liking Simon, like, after the second movie. I was like, yeah, Simon, you are a terrible character. And in real life, I would probably dislike you. But you are so sweet. So, yeah. I mean, but Simon has a secret as well. Do you remember? Like, he, he is planning to propose mm-hmm. to Melissa. Yeah. Right. But the way he behaves around her, like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't really seem that in love with her. Oh, do you remember the conversation that Melissa was having with Amber? Amber was like, no, Simon is not good for you. He doesn't care about you. And she's like, we're in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. Like, And she was like, wow, in love is a big word. Like, wow. Indeed, a very, very big love. Okay, so basically the end is very, like, dramatic. We have Amber who has gone into labor earlier than she was supposed to because she was supposed to give birth on the 11th of January, but she was giving birth on Christmas Eve. So, like, the doctor was not there. She had to drive there. She got stuck in the snow, and it was very dramatic. And Richard was riding his horse. He was like, okay, I'm going to save the doctor. And this is the best scene. Like, this is a freaking gem. Okay, so he is riding through the forest and he hears the wolves and he stops, looks at the camera and is like, not today. <laughs> and the wolves are like, okay, bro. Okay, bro. Like, okay, let's let's fight. Like, let's, let's, let's see who is the king here next time. Yeah, because you need to save your wolf. The uh, wolves f- are the quite female. understanding. Yeah, you know? I know. They're like, yeah, not today. Okay, I'll just go back to my cave. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, but when are we catching up again? Like, because I, I have to schedule. You know, the wolves are like, yeah, we have to schedule. Yeah. <laughs> If it's not today, then when? Like next oh, time, next next time, next time. He said not today, so tomorrow maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the queen and her daughter, Princess Emily, are going to the dungeon because they suspect that the manuscript or whatever the piece of paper is called, it is in the dungeons. Like it is hidden there. I don't know. Maybe I think Amber thinks of it because she's smart. She's a smart cookie. But they both get locked inside of a cell and they cannot get out. But the manuscript, it's there. So that's good. What's happening that they cannot get out. Amber is given birth. Like she is like having contractions. She has the Queen of Penglia to help her because the Queen of Penglia has like several kids. And she's freaking out because they need to sign the manuscript before the clock hits 12. Otherwise, the newborn <laughs> is going to be cursed. cursed. And I'm like, what? just drop it. Just drop it already. And just a, a quick side note. I love the Queen of Penglia. Like she is gorgeous. Okay. They're she's all gorgeous. gorgeous. Like that can, I think they're both pretty. Yeah. I mean, they're not all gorgeous because Amber and Richard look yeah, ugly. I mean, no, that kingdom, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, Amber yeah, and okay, Richard, yeah. it's not their best moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to watch a movie about Penglia, really. Yeah. So, okay, at the end, like, the queen of Penglia agrees to also sign with her husband the thing because they retrieve it. So they sign it. It's fine. It's not midnight. It's just the bell rings exactly at the time where they sign it. So everything is fine. She gives birth to a baby girl. Everything is good. But then... The moment has come to find who stole the manuscript because we were suspecting, okay, we said it was the the obvious choice was the consultant and Simon, but they were not the culprits. And I was genuinely surprised. Like I was shocked. I did not expect that. We even thought it could be the doctor at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not an option. But it was actually well thought out throughout the movie, like giving the clues. And then if you put it together, you're like, it makes sense. So actually the culprit was Mr. Little, who is the butler. It's always the butler. <laughs> Oh, really? But the thing is that he was also shown in the previous movies and he was always there for the main character. Mm -hmm. So he was always nice. And I did not suspect him at all. Yeah, because it's like a personal vendetta. Like he has nothing against Amber or Richard. It's just like because of his ancestors, he had to take revenge or something. But he was plotting the freaking war. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, the He's war. Like, yeah, I don't have anything against you, Richard and Amber, but I want you to destroy each other. Yeah. So yeah, that, like, I'm breathless. <laughs> yeah, that is the too. end of the Christmas Prince, <laughs> the three movies. These are gems, like, yeah. gems. I, I love them and I hate them. Just wonderful. Okay, it's time to move to the next movie that we actually watched yesterday. And it is called A Christmas Night. Not the night night, but the man in... <laughs> The armor. knight in shining armor. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. So we have our knight. He's from the 13th century. And he goes to the woods and he bumps into an old throne or something. Like she's a witch probably. She's talking to him in riddles. And he travels to the 21st century. That's the thing. Now, let's meet our female character. She is a teacher and she doesn't really believe in true love. She was hurt by her ex-boyfriend. And now she's like, okay, nothing is possible. And of course, of course, like when this night gets to the 21st century, they bump into each other. Like she is again clumsy and she spills hot chocolate on him. And I'm like, <laughs> just don't 
Just stop it. And she's like, oh, he's like cutie. Like, oh, he's so sweet. And like the main character looks like a puppy. Like uh, you call him. He's a himbo. Himbo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like kind and a little bit goofy, but he's not goofy. But I don't know how to put it. He's goofy and not goofy at the same time. I mean, because he's amazed by the technology and stuff. So it looks like he's dumb, but he's not really dumb. Like I assume that in his time he was smart, but he's amazed like a child. So he looks a little bit dumb. That's why. Yeah. After a while, she runs him over. <laughs> she she was driving and she's like, oh my god, so romantic, so romantic, oh my god. And then there is a police officer and he's like, oh, who is this guy? Why he's wearing the armor and he has, has a sword? <laughs> yeah, like a freaking sword. And then the main character, the knight, is taken to the hospital and he's like, yeah, he's fine. But he, the the police officer says to the main character, I forgot her name. It's just Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa. Like. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be Vanessa. That. He thinks that he's from the 13th century, which means that he has mental problems. And she's like, um, okay, I think I'm going to bring him home. And I was like, girl, girl, what are you doing? She lives alone. And she brings a dude with a freaking sword to her house who thinks that he is from the 13th century. Yeah. And who looks very unstable. So, (laughs) And when... (laughs) He is like, well, what did he put on fire? He No, he started doing like a fire outside, outside of her yeah. house because he wanted to have dinner. Yeah, and she was like, what, what is happening? He's like, yeah, I'm trying to catch a skunk. <laughs> and to burn it and eat it. Yeah, and she's like, no, we can fix it in much easier way. Yeah, so their whole interaction is, is funny. So the skunks, I love the skunks, like the joke is wonderful. So they, they go to the diner and he's reading the menu. And he's like, oh, cheeseburger. Oh, no, no, sorry. He's supposed to have the British accent. Cheeseburger, tater tots, hot dog. And yet these skunks are not okay to eat. That was so funny. But then it I was, was clever, like, yeah. it was clever. But then I was like, okay, so he's from the 13th century. And if we talk about the 13th century, then we talk about the middle age like you know english and i cannot imagine a knight from the 13th century saying okay and to be honest just like understanding the modern language like their languages are supposed to be completely different maybe she can understand him i don't know maybe she studied old english at university i don't know but the thing is yeah that he says things that the knight from the 13th century wouldn't say and just couldn't but yeah and then the excuse they give is that he watches tv and then he learned slang, which we will talk about later. Oh, the slang. The slang is like... So that's that's the part from the, the movie. I had the opportunity to study your dialect with the pictures on your magic box. It is most informal and nonsensical. For instance, how is it permissible to call one's friend mom, dad, king, queen, babe, sis, bro, bae? <laughs> that, that line was so funny. I don't know, like... I cannot really put my finger on it. Like, this movie is bad, like, but it is good. I just read the name of the movie, and it is not A Christmas Night. The name is actually terrible as well. It's called A Night Before Christmas. Night as... Oh, A Night Before Christmas. Ah, So, like, the movie fits the title. Yeah, and so this Vanessa thingy, she is totally okay with him, like, saying all this nonsense. Well, because he's cute. 
He's cute. He's handsome. That's yeah. all that matters. And the main character has a sister, and she is also totally fine with a complete stranger. And she's like, yeah, like he's hot. In the beginning, she was like, maybe he's dangerous, but then she saw him, and, and she was like, like mm, he's cute. Yeah, so it's he's okay. Cute. <laughs> Which is not okay. It is not. It is pretty privileged. <laughs> Yeah, and we are also talking about toxic masculinity. Because when Vanessa and this knight go to the Christmas tree market, the knight is like showing up. What? We haven't said his name, which is the best thing. <gasps> oh my. <laughs> we forgot. How could we? <laughs> so his name is Cole. But since he is a knight, he's supposed to be called Circle. Circle. <laughs> So we will call him Circle from now on. Circle. And we were like laughing like, yeah, you're not a circle anymore. You're a triangle now. <laughs> so yeah, Circle is in the Christmas tree market. And now he is showing off his strength, you know, by cutting down the tree. Yeah, and he's the, like, why should somebody else do it if I know yeah, how to do I it? Yeah, I am strong. Like, And then there is another couple on the background. And the woman is looking at him. And then she is looking at her husband. And she's like, please do the same. And, and the, the husband like, is like, yeah. Of course. If he can do it, I can do it too. No, I think that she was like, yeah, that's my man. Like, yeah, after he did it, yeah. So I was like, what's the point? So if you are like manly, like that's the best thing that you can do in this movie. You will be rewarded with a woman's love. But like throughout the movie, I really love Circle's interaction with technology. Like he's witty. He really is. So I like some lines, but the whole interaction and like the romantic development is like genuinely bad and just unhealthy. Yeah, and the fact that he's a little bit violent is <laughs> supposed to be funny, but also like not funny. Oh, that, that scene, like, Vanessa has a car and Circle is like, oh, can I ride your steel <laughs> or something like this? And she's like, are you sure that you know how to like drive a car? And he's like, yeah, I, I remember. And she gives him the keys. She's so dumb. Like, I'm she's sorry, so, but no. She's so dumb. I'm like, do you understand that it's dangerous, not only for him, but for the people around? If it was that easy, everyone could drive cars. But people go to driving schools. They get licensed. Like, yeah. what? And just the was way she... he did it. Yeah. Like, the way he backed up the parking lot I was like that is difficult to do for me I have my driver's license and the way he was doing it I was like there is no way that someone who doesn't know how to drive can do that turn like it was not realistic at all and you know the story about the first movie right okay so there's also a scene that can be very like normal in this kind of movie but if you look into it deeply you will see something weird so Vanessa and her sister were like sitting down on the couch looking at the Christmas tree and everything and everything was pretty and then suddenly the sister has an object a very mysterious object and we were like what what was it victoria no like it was not really about the object itself i mean it yes. is important but there was a line listen to it your grandma and grandpa picked this up on their trip to aldovia aldovia and what she was holding in her hands 
was the freaking acorn. <laughs> I was out. I mean, we were like, what is that? I mean, it's not supposed to be the same, I think, because the other one was wooden and this was a real acorn, but it was the same no, size. It was, yeah, it was the same size. And I don't think that. No, because they were like, your grandma and grandpa like picked it up in the forest. No, no, no. They picked this up on their trip to Aldovia. Okay, so this could be like the conspiracy theory. <laughs> Okay, so the girl is Latina, yeah? Like the, the yeah. Okay, so now let's go back to uh, a Christmas prince. So, who is a Latina there? Amber's friend, Melissa. Yes. So, what if it is Simon's and Melissa's granddaughter? It could be. It could be. be. But the only thing that is driving me crazy is the timeline because both movies are supposed to be in 2019. So it's like that's the year where Prince Richard met Amber and Simon and the Melissa weren't together. You're so. trying to apply logic. <laughs> These are Christmas movies. There is no logic. Maria. I mean, I know. I'm just trying to... No or do you think that the grandparents infiltrated the castle like Amber did and then stole the acorn? Oh, maybe. Could you imagine? Oh, that would be so good. I think that Netflix is going to make another movie and it's going to be a crossover. I mean, they have crossovers all the time. Like they were watching A Christmas Prince, I think, like in this movie. It's crazy. But now I'm thinking another conspiracy theory. You said that it could be the grandparents. But what if like Melissa is like their cousin or like their sister as well? And it's like their grandparents are the ones stealing. So it's like Melissa's father or mother. They're the ones. They could be connected also like that. Yeah, but that means that they cannot be you know this girl's grandparents no i mean if they are like sisters with melissa or like cousins or something like that oh yeah well if they're sisters yeah 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 i was just like i don't know it's it's very difficult for me when it comes to you know this whole genealogical tree uh-huh yeah I, I find it very difficult. It is. But yeah, it is weird. Around. Netflix, we need an explanation because this doesn't make any sense. Just that the both movies exist in the same universe. <laughs> that is quite like creepy to me. That I don't know that Vanessa Hudgens can be like, okay, I'll go to Aldovia. <gasps> but what if? Okay, okay, listen to me. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that there is also a Vanessa Hudgens movie called The Princess Switch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if Montenaro the that kingdom is also in the same universe so there are not only three Vanessa Hudgens there are but four, four. <laughs> oh my god that's that's actually logical and she doesn't know that she is a basically doppelganger of the queen or like duchess or whatever like the, the, this whole switch is so confusing oh my god could you imagine like a fourth princess switch movie where this one comes like the one from uh, a night before Christmas and then and it with, the night, with the night and they and go then... to Montanaro or that kingdom and, and the fourth then someone from the 13th century yes. travels to <laughs> or wants to like uh, and it's gonna be the fifth it's gonna be the fifth <laughs> Netflix, listen to this. We're giving you money. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be like five uh, Vanessa Hudgens, right? Or Melissa? I don't know. What, Vanessa what Hudgens. Vanessa. Yeah. And the night, and the night is also going to be confused. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, could you? But I think he would recognize. Oh, no, no, Vanessa. no. Like, okay, no, no, listen to me. Okay, so this night, and Vanessa Hudgens are traveling to Monte. It sounds like Montenegro. It sounds yeah. to me like Montenegro, uh. but. Montenaro and there is a naval doppelganger like the knight's evil doppelganger so he has one as well <laughs> circle has another one yeah there is the second circle so oh maybe it's like maybe he had offsprings at that time but then like his sons and daughters like developed and now he has like evil uh, descendants yeah, or something yeah 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 that want to take over Montenaro yeah wow <laughs> That's wow. mind blowing. I think that we should sit down and write the whole script, like not the whole script, but the like the summary, and be like Vanessa, you're the producer. Come here, <laughs> want to talk here. to you. Come here. So we have four Vanessa Hudgens. We have two circles, and we have a two oblivious husbands. Who can- <laughs> listen, listen. But the sixth movie is that they go on vacation to Aldovia. <laughs> <laughs> And then Amber is confused because she just hired a maid or something, and she's the sixth vice. <laughs> and is she plotting something? Oh, maybe she is oh, like yeah. a relative of the butler. Yeah, and she also wants to avenge her family. Could you imagine Amber investigating? Like, where do all the Vanessa? And she's gonna be like mm, fishy. <laughs> There's gonna be like six of them fishy. <laughs> Oh my god, we are too smart. Like this is too good. Oh my god, this is so good. Oh, amazing, amazing. I know, I know. <laughs> so Vicky, after this amazing chat that we've had, I want to finish this podcast with a BuzzFeed quiz. You know that I love these type of quizzes. They are not scientific at all, but they can say a lot about your personality. <laughs> And we are doing a Christmas show. So I chose a quiz that is called Which Christmas movie should you watch based on the festive objects you choose? And because we talked about Christmas movies, this is perfect. Yeah, probably that's going to be another movie that we're going to watch together. Okay, so first question is, which holiday drink will you choose? Hot chocolate. <laughs> You haven't even heard the options. I know that there's going to be hot chocolate. So, because that's that's the the, the Christmasist drink. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, Circle's favorite <laughs> Christmas yeah, drink. Yeah, Circle was like, "Wow, what is that? I love yeah. it." But you don't like eggnog or warm apple cider or ew, I, I, none of them. I've never tried the first two options and eggnog sounds a <laughs> eggnog. Eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, egg yolk also sounds it. Okay, okay so just hot chocolate. Okay, yeah. pick a holiday dessert: sugar cookies, non ill fruit cake, or Yule log. I don't know what that is. But... I don't know either. But it's like so funny to me that the second option is like no ill. Like, but if it's a person that doesn't like Christmas, they wouldn't be doing this quiz probably. I so, mean, okay. but they are represented here. Let's let's go for sugar cookies. Okay. Pick a Christmas Eve activity: decorating cookies, watching Christmas movies, decorating the tree, or hiding from family. <laughs> I I have to say I haven't read this quiz. It's a surprise to me. That's why I find it so funny. <laughs> okay, probably decorating the tree, uh, but the the family one. Oh my god, yeah. I cannot. I don't really have a family to hide from. <laughs> oh my god, the Christmas trauma. Yeah, of course, of course. Like I'm in the Christmas movie, so there's supposed to be a family drama. Okay, let's go okay. to the next question. Christmas singer: Michael Bublé, Mariah Carey, Justin Bieber. All terrible. None. Um, I don't really listen to Christmas songs. I mean, I like Mariah Carey. She has a nice voice, so I'm gonna go for her. Sure. All I want for Christmas is you. 
you should remember that. Pick a PJ pattern. Flannel, mini Santas, trees, or black? Black. That's not very Christmassy of you. Santa Claus. Oh, no. It is a classic. This is a terrible movie. I've actually seen it. Yeah, we've seen a commentary out of it. I don't know if you've seen the whole movie. I don't know. Yeah, and the commentary as well. So, no. I'm not watching this movie. Yeah, BuzzFeed says, It is a classic and maybe the best one out there. Who doesn't want a bit of Scott Calvin in their day? What? (laughs) I don't want a bit. I don't... I don't... No. Ew. I want to do it randomly just to know what other movies there are. Oh, I'm going to ask you questions now. Okay. As well. I can do it. Okay. Okay. So, which holiday drink? I also want hot chocolate. Okay. Then holiday dessert? Uh, was the sugar fruit? I don't like fruitcake, really. Mm, sugar cookies and Yule Log. Let's say the Yule Log. I don't know what it is, but let's just <laughs> okay. pick it. Christmas activity? Probably hiding from your family. I mean, yeah. Let's <laughs> just say that. Although I do like watching Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas singer? Let's say Michael Bublé, because Ariana Grande is not there, but yeah. PJ Pattern? Flannel. Santa Claus again? What is going on? I think we should watch this, mo- this movie because I it's think just that they, they, there's just only one movie. Okay, I'll, I'll just pick randomly. Okay. Warm let's... apple cider, non ew, uh, decorating cookies, uh, Michael Bublé, uh, mini Santas, Elf. Okay, so it's just the two of us who are wrong. <laughs> so there are other movies. Okay, so Vicky, I think that's enough for today. Yes. I think just the two of us, we were talking for an hour. So it's a lot already for our dear listeners. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. And thank you, Vicky, for being here with me. Yeah, thank you too. It was a really fun conversation. Yeah, and now I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go outside and breathe. <laughs> yes, and then watch another Christmas movie. Of course. So see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.